Hi Charles, listening to your podcast, I heard that you're thinking about taking time away from running games or not so much thinking about it, you actually are giving it a rest. I hope that works out for you. I've always found it quite rejuvenating to mix things up a little bit in any area of life. If you do one thing over and over and over, it's super easy to get burnt out. For me, with RPGs, playing and running and maintaining that balance has always worked very nicely. It's not always easy to achieve that, of course. And like I say, I wish you the best of luck with it, mate. Take care and I'll catch you later. Thanks he won't share with us The darkness in his brain The dungeon master's plan The pleasure and the pain What's better left unknown Keep calling out to me I hear him think out loud To die Only the brave shall come Open to page one My name is Che Webster and this is the Roleplay Rescue Dungeon Master's Diary Conan 2D20 is a dice pool system using 20-sided dice rolled against a combination of a character's attribute and skill to determine the total number of successes gained on a specific role versus a number of required successes either set by the GM or by an enemy being attacked or something like that. Bonus successes are converted into momentum, which is a narrative meta currency that can be spent on all sorts of cool things like having more D20s to roll to get more momentum or doing extra damage or activating a weapon quality in combat or asking a question of the GM in a more narrative scene. Momentum is balanced out by Doom, the GM's version, which is another narrative meta currency that behaves a little bit differently, but largely the same and is generally built up over the course of the adventure. Ultimately, the game is about the flow of momentum and Doom as the characters can take on more and more heroic tasks. Hey there, Che. It's John here from the Red Dice Diary. He's just been listening to your Dungeon Master's Diary number 44, where you were talking a little bit about castles and crusades and why you enjoyed that, and it was sort of like the Rosetta Stone of D&D. And I've got to admit, yeah, I'm pretty fond of castles and crusades as well. Like yourself, I quite enjoyed 3rd edition and 3.5. In part, there were some bits of it that didn't really gel with my own personal preferences, but other bits I really liked. And for me, Castles and Crusades distills down those elements from version 3, 3.5 that I really liked, sort of repackages them a bit, streamlines it all a bit, like you say, breaks it down into a, a modular system via the Siege engine and then just delivers it back to me in a very easy to run and understand format so i'm a really big fan of it great to hear it getting some love anyway enjoying the episode dude take care i'll catch you soon hey shay this is minion also known as rob um sorry i've not been in touch quicker than i i should have um i'm responding to one of the dungeon masters diaries um particularly the one that uh, was about fun and uh and, and partly how you felt that people had sort of misunderstood where you were trying to come from i, I don't think I don't think you're wrong. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with with your definition of fun. 
in role playing or your your ideas of seriousness and I, I don't think I can't talk for uh, safer but I'm sure he understands where you're coming from as well um I don't think he was sort of criticizing uh, your approach or your your personal sort of um needs um that aside yeah a lot of the stuff that we end up talking about um ends up being like splitting hairs about the the, the meanings of words you know um pedantry pedantry um uh, which we all engage in to some extent and um i think david o- dave aldrich um did a a good episode some some time back last year about or perhaps it was this year actually about um the word pedantry and pedantics and pedant so on, so so forth um yeah i don't so i don't think i th- i think we we're often talking about the same thing um and we understand each other's points of views we're just shining the spotlight on different areas you know we're feeling around different parts of the elephant and so it's easy sometimes to to sort of jump on something someone says but no um games should be serious um but at the same time yeah you've got to there's certain aspects of games that appeal to some groups of our friends and aspects that appeal to others and we have to sometimes have different groups to fulfill different parts of our gaming needs okay that's what i have to say cheers take care great call-ins today to start us all off thank you all of you for calling in um colin from spike pit Arlen, live from Pelham's Wasteland. John, Red Dice Diaries. And Minion, also known as Rob, from Confessions of a Wee Timorous Bushy. I also have calls coming in, probably in part two, from Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Andy Goodman from Exhibition to the Grisby Peaks. And Spencer from Keep Off the Borderlands. And blimey, I'm trying to do all that from memory. Thank you, guys. I'm not going to comment very much on um, call-ins. I just wanted to say a big thank you for receiving them. I think it's very hard sometimes to sit down at the mic. You need to know that every time you call in, you're kind of pushing me there, encouraging me there, getting me to sit down and do this is a really good thing. So thank you so much. Game on. Friday the 31st of July, and I've just been having a blast this morning. Started to work on my known space game. Uh, which is essentially going to be... Initially, I'm playing around solo and learning, but essentially I am... Uh, I guess I'm developing a sort of very low-point GURPS-based game. I, I, I intend if, over time to evolve a sort of an immersive experience. And, um, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I, I, I kind of taken some of the character ideas that have come out of my playing around with Traveller, really, some of the characters that came out of that were really, really quite interesting. So I, I've taken this, uh, one of those ideas um, and sort of just moulded it into a 75-point character uh, in an SF sort of setting. And um, I'm going to take things from there, really. So I was really enjoying that this morning. It was really good fun. Alongside that, interestingly, yesterday, I um, I don't know, I, I took the plunge, really, in terms of talking um, upon the roleplay rescue um community online i've just been thinking a lot about this uh tension between this uh, kind of immersive play that i really want to play and actually the fact that most of my friends just want to sort of you know a light game and so i proposed yesterday just kind of out of curiosity really uh running a, de- a mega dungeon I- i'd received um the gurps dungeon fantasy 21 
uh, Mega Dungeons um, supplement, which uh, is kind of part of a recent GURPS, the GURPS 2020 PDF uh, thing. So for three bucks, I got like 12 PDF files of various things, many of which are quite useful. Uh, but the Mega Dungeons one was the, the sort of one I really wanted, I suppose, for three bucks. You know, all these things cost about eight. So, yay! Um, good value anyway. Uh, but Peter Della, was it Peter Delorto has written it and, um, yeah, it just looks great. And I was kind of like, you know, yeah, I kind of fancy all that. And, you know, I, I like the Stepping Up style play. And I sort of thought, well, so I put this post out, um, you know, Step On Up to the Mega Dungeon. And uh, it's got quite a lot of interest, actually. And I was thinking back to Thal and the success I'd had with that, you know, just kind of drop in, play. And the, back a year or so ago, you know, I'm really big on um, sort of open table. And so I, I figured that I kind of want to, you know, my Saturday nights are sort of dead right now. And I'm kind of thinking that I could do this sort of bi-weekly step on up Mega Dungeon-y game. So that has got a lot of interest and got me excited. And um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with that over the coming weeks as well. I'm thinking from the autumn, offering some sessions. And I'm thinking like two-hour sessions, really brief, intense, um, dive down the dungeon kind of thing. And it's got to be in and out in a session. So I've got to play around with how I'm on my Mega Dungeon will work because I'd like it to have like multiple entrances um, and loads of kind of like internal portals between different locations and all sorts of stuff like that i like it to be quite quite complex in a way so i'm going to do the whole gary gygax thing of um come up with a concept and then i'm going to go and, and see if i can build the first three three levels of it you know and that's enough to get started right so i'm going to do that and um, then i'm going to run it with dungeon fantasy um and i'm going to run that in quite a loose kind of way as well i'm, I'm not going to worry over much i'm just going to use the the Dungeon Fantasy stuff with GURPS, so people can come along with the either with the GURPS basic set or even just kind of the freebie, you know, um, and just come and play. And and I will run that whenever I can be asked, frankly. Um, so that sounds like fun too. I'm really excited about that. And yeah, I'm just going to sort of play around with some ideas. So um, game on. It's Tuesday morning, and it occurs to me that I haven't spoken about anything over the last few days and there are a few things that are worth reporting on the reason by the way is simple uh, deb is on holiday and has been since saturday uh, for the first time in five months she's been able to get a week away from the hospital where she works and um essentially we get some time together which is amazing because other than you know very tired out evenings and a couple of week you know the weekends i suppose and some of those have been she's been absolutely exhausted we haven't had a lot of time together in, in all that time, so it's really nice. We're, um, you know, taking a few little baby steps out into the wider world. Had a haircut on Saturday. Uh, yesterday we went to Yorkshire Wildlife Park um, and wandered around the huge grounds there looking at some of the animals. She got her camera out and she loves photography, so it was just fantastic to see her doing that. We ambled around. Uh, today we are going to take a very limited little run to one of the local um, out-of-town shopping areas. It's kind of an open air. Um, it's covered, but it's basically a kind of street that's covered, but open at both ends, so it's open air effectively, with lots of shops, uh, outlets, if you like. And um, I was going to hit a few of those masked on, obviously. So, you know, things going on all this week, really, and that means less time, I suppose, for me to be doing and thinking about other stuff, perhaps... That's a good thing because, you know, I have a tendency to overthink. So um, I think that maybe it's nice to have a break from that. 
I wanted to say that on, on Friday night I had a, a really pleasant session with um, Jason Connolly as our GM. Uh, session zero was held for Heroes of Hellas, which is a Barbarians of Lemuria uh, variant. And Jason was kind of just talking the players through uh, character generation, I suppose, and talking a little bit about, you know, what, um, what the games can be about. Uh, I found myself in an awful situation. I must be the most worst player ever. I just... Um, I was just distracted. Deb came home about uh, an hour into it, and I, I kind of ended up having to sort of step away for that. But also, just during the session, we were talking about um, you know different character types. I was wanting to play a Mycenaean, and um, found myself you know rummaging for my uh, my books on that period of history. So I, I couldn't remember kind of how they armed. I only vaguely remember how they armed and armoured themselves and I wanted to sort of buy the appropriate kit. So I, I was looking at for images from, um, you know, Osprey books and such. That is the kind of, um, I don't know, detail, I suppose, uh, and obsessive kind of character that I am. Um, but uh, it, was, it was weird because in a way it's not too disruptive uh, because, um, you know, <laughs> the other players are talking and I realised that a lot of the time you just don't really need to be paying attention. <laughs> it's just kind of actually quite, quite bizarre. Um, I missed out on one of the, like one of the players talking about what he wanted to do. I don't, actually, I'm not sure that he he spent a lot of time talking about what he was going to do. I think he just kind of like was in his own his own space. But um, it was interesting to pick up on what the other players were going to go with. And I kind of scribbled down character into my um, notebook and then photographed that and uploaded it to discord for for jason so i'm hoping that's okay but i mean it's very um it's very kind of formative at the moment sort of in early formation i suppose at the moment this uh character it doesn't have a name it's just an idea and i'm mm, i'm not sure really whether it's kind of, i guess it's going to arise through play but i um i just don't feel particularly connected um, I don't think that's anyone's fault other than my own. I just, but I, I think I find I have to find my way into a character, and, and I haven't yet with that one. But I had a, a nice time. It was a really good session. Some good guys, and my you know, essentially it's the fighter group that used to be mine, and is now Jason's, and um, it has immediately doubled in size, uh, which I think says something. <laughs> but there we go. What else has been going on? I um, I've been reading actually through some of my GURPS source books. I've been looking at GURPS Space, GURPS Fantasy, um, and I'm convinced I have a copy of GURPS Horror somewhere, but I cannot find it for love nor money. But I was going to look at those three things because Jason Connolly has been calling in and um, talking a little bit about being interested in my modern conspiracy horror game. Um, and I, I kind of had a bit of a revelation in, or realisation, I suppose, in my mind about how I was going to tackle that um, Oh, was it yesterday morning, I think? And um, so I've made, I scribbled some notes down and some thoughts and ideas, and I think it'd be quite cool. I, I'm wondering whether Jason will be up for just doing some one-to-one gaming. Um, but, uh, I, you know, right now, this week, I can't initiate that, so I'll kind of leave that alone. Tomorrow night, Wednesday night, will be Conan. Well, last week, we were going to have the session zero, but um, essentially Arlen's monitor died, and he had no way of kind of having a screen with which to interact online so it got postponed we're having session zero tomorrow night i feel slightly bad because i was going to read through the 
Conan player's guide, but like the typical lazy player, I haven't at all. And um, I'm not sure if I'll get a chance, but fingers crossed I will. And on Thursday, there I believe um, GM Paragon's going to start our 2D20 Star Trek game. Um, I believe he may have found um, a a player or more than one player, I don't know. Um, but he was saying like Thursday should be on, so I've got to keep that clear. Um, so that's all kind of cool. Um, some games to play in uh, a couple of evenings this week um, and the rest of the time with Deb. So that's where I'm up to. Game on. H.A. Jason here. Just listening to the most recent episode of Roleplay Rescue. I think it was Roleplay Rescue where, where you talked about putting taking off the jam hat for a little while. And I know now that situation changed a little bit and you're hoping to start running uh, Saturday GURPS Mega Dungeon. But or, or maybe, you, I'm sure you'll discuss that in a future episode. But I just want to let you know that nobody's, well, nobody should be angry with you. You're expressing your thoughts. And I don't think that by wanting to be a player for a while and step back from GMing, that's a selfish thing. It's not just on you. It's a group game. It's a group activity. And it is reasonable to expect other people in the group to step up and do different things. I mean, some people you know, may not feel up to the challenge of jamming, and, and I understand that, or may not want the extra burden and they, because their lives may not have time to do it. So I don't mean to say everybody should GM, but it's not unreasonable to expect not to always have to GM. 22 years ago, we uh, moved into this place and um, we put a few boxes in a corner of the top bedroom. The plan was we would open them up, uh, you know, when we got the house settled. And, um, you know, we'd have a go through them and then we'd sort it out. Um, Deb had had to pack up the house in, she had like a month to move. She was working full-time. I was up here working full-time, not able to help her at all. And we just bundled everything away and you know, it sent up. Today, we went through into that corner and started to, um, well, unpack it really. And um, I have many, many, many boxes of books, games, magazines, and all sorts of things. One of the things I found is my role master box set so i'm just gonna literally i haven't the box is damaged the uh outer box sort of end is is popped open and um what have you but inside i don't know what there is so i'm just gonna have a quick look right on the top i've got arms and claw law um oop. uh seems to be mildly stuck there to uh, the minus ithel book behind it. it has a bit a tiny bit of sellotape um on a on a corner which i'm just moving um yeah right so arms and claw law so this must be second edition surely uh second u.s edition september 1989 second printing 1990 so um wow all right this is a so i originally i think had an earlier copy of that so this is um me going in again, I guess. Um, minus Ithel, the uh, Middle Earth City book with maps in tucked inside and what have you. Creatures and Treasures. That's um, interesting. I've only got Arms and Claw Law in the box. I don't have the rest, which is weird because they're pre presumably the books are somewhere. Creatures and Treasures is um, what's this? Nineteen eighty-five. Uh, yep, it's copyright 1985, and no later dates listed, so that's my original copy of that, in reasonably good nick, pretty good nick. Um, 
it's not a later second edition, but there we go. Um, ooh, dirt side. Science fiction combat rules for one three hundred six mil scale. You also threw a few things in a box. Um, Nineteen eighty nine. Uh, and Nazgul Citadel. What, what Middle Earth Fortress? So this is nineteen. I'm just looking at nineteen ninety one. Mm -hmm. And then the IC catalogue at the bottom. So honestly, somewhere in the rest of these boxes must be the rest of the rules because I have the box set, which according to the pot set contains character and campaign law, and spell law, and arms and claw law. So, um, how interesting, how curious. I must delve deeper. <laughs> Thought I'd capture a very quick note. It's Wednesday evening, just been up online with Arlen Walker and uh, two other guys rolling up our Conan 2D20 characters for the, uh, well, really three session one shot adventure. And uh, I've created Hector, who's uh, essentially a melee warrior type um, from Ophir, which is great. Um, but it was just really nice to uh, kind of get up on there. The goal is to, well, I have an experience of a more um, story now experience, I suppose. So, yeah, looking forward to this. Going to be gaming every Wednesday for uh, two or three weeks. And, um, yeah, it was fun. Game on. Friday morning and, uh, well, last night's 2D20 Star Trek has uh, been postponed. Essentially, we only have me as a player. So, um, GM Paragon is looking for a couple more players and essentially we're going to wait until he can do that. Um, he'll let me know. So I've kind of taken the Thursday slot out of my diary and uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm really hopeful we'll get a game eventually, but, you know, it's what it is. Um, this morning I'm sat upstairs in the top room. I have returned to the boxes and I'm going to do two things. I'm just going to quickly go through the box I went through the other day and remove the things that I wanted to definitely want to have a look through and keep and and explore and then place to one side the things that actually and put back in the box if you like and, and put that box to one side the things that are essentially are ready to go um, I think I'm just going to be and discuss this with Deb a bit as well I'm going to um, continue what I've been doing which is selling off stuff via eBay I think I'm going to try and you know put a bunch of stuff up and uh, let it go really I think it'll be nominal pricing as well because I, I the get goal here is to get them in the hands of people who want them rather than you know earn me any cash I, I need to clear the clear the space and kind of clear the clutter really so yeah it's going to be interesting I'm going to dive through now and have a look in another box and uh, see what I can find mm. um, other than that things are good I'm um, beginning to put together a bit of an idea for a stepping up game in in the mega dungeon and um, I may talk about that a little bit more next week when I've um, had an opportunity to to think a bit more. Anyway, for now, let's go into the uh, box diving. <laughs> <laughs> 